Hey friends, welcome back to another segment of Prophetic Keys, Truths Revealed That Were Concealed. To unlock the mysteries regarding prophecy, what has, what is, and is to come, by making majority a reference to the Bible. This is part 8 of Europe's Future Foretold in a Dream. In our last segment, we talked about the feet of iron mixed with clay that was of the great image in King Nebuchadnezzar's dream. We mentioned what both the iron and the clay could represent and we concluded by indicating that we are living in the time of the feet. And after the feet, then comes the great stone which destroys the image. Daniel chapter 2 verses 31, 34 to 35 and 44 to 45. This is the New King James Version. You, O King, were watching and behold a great image. This image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay, and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together, and became like chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, so that no trace of them was found and that the stone struck the image and became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. In as so much, as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Let us pray. Dear Lord, as we pause for another time during our busy schedules, we come with the willingness to try to understand your words so that we may be able to grasp what it is that you're trying to tell us. We ask for your Holy Spirit to lead us into all truths. This is all we ask in your Holy Son's precious name. Amen. The Great Stone, God's Eternal Kingdom Now, the first thing that some may be ready to ask is, why a stone? And why not something else? Right? But symbolically, stones are usually centered around the general idea to represent endurance, strength, stability, and permanence. But for those who are listening and that are versed to have common understanding of the scriptures may have the familiarization to understand that all throughout the Bible, Jesus has always been referred to as a rock or as a great stone. A stone in the Bible, when in reference or talking about God, represents its eternal and unchanging nature. And based on the dream, this great stone was cut out without hands, without human hands that is. And to kind of understand based on the context of which this is written, as an example, we can use Exodus 20 verse 25. We find that God commanded that an altar was to be built out of stone that should not be carved out with a tool. For the altar would be profaned if this was done, meaning the Israelites would have been tempted into idolatry. They would have been a bit creative into carving out images into the stones of the altar in which they would be tempted into worshipping it. 
and we know how God feels about idolatry, right? So, in a sense, this stone was cut out without human hands from the dream, which was pretty much a pure stone. Throughout the books of the Bible, especially the book of Psalms, a name often used to represent God is the rock or my rock. I won't be reading all of them to you friends, just a couple, then I'll make mention to a couple others to kind of emphasize or solidify that there is actually no mistake as to what the great stone in the dream is representing. I'm reading Psalms 95 verse 1, Psalms 71 verse 3, and Matthew 7 verse 24. This is from the New King James Version. Oh come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation, Psalms 95 verse 1. You have given the commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress, Psalms 71 verse 3. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock, Matthew 7 verse 24. There is also Psalms 18 verse 2, 31, 46, Psalms 19 verse 14, Psalms 28 verse 1, Psalms 13 verse 2, and 3, and many others. So no question that there is emphasis throughout the Bible that the rock or stone is used to represent God. The implication in which this gives in correlation to the dream in Daniel chapter 2 is simply making mention that this great stone which destroys the great image is stating that these earthly kingdoms will eventually come to naught, despite human vain earthly accomplishments. At Jesus' second coming, he will then establish the heavenly kingdom, which grows into a great mountain and fill the whole earth. A mountain is a prophetic term for a city or a kingdom, in this case, the heavenly kingdom. Emphasis too on the fact that this great stone grows into a great mountain and fills the whole earth without a doubt states that the borders of this kingdom will extend beyond and farther incomparable to that which represented the kingdoms of the great image. The eternal and unchanging nature of what this stone represents is saying that when this kingdom is set up, it will last forever and another shall not come after it. Some have argued that the kingdom that represents the great stone in King Nebuchadnezzar's dream was established during Jesus' earthly ministry, and that the propagation of the gospel stands as an indication of the representation of the spiritual kingdom of God. Matthew 10 verse 7 reads, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Matthew 24 verse 14 reads, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So, in a sense, the gospel itself paves the way for the world to be in preparation to look forward to the second coming of Jesus, and for them to become inhabitants of the establishment of the literal kingdom. The literal heavenly kingdom comes into its literal existence after the four main kingdoms of the image of the dream have fallen and human history have escalated in the time of the divided kingdoms represented by the feet and toes of the image. During Jesus' earthly ministry, there were some who were familiar with the scriptures and they were aware of the prophecy. They believed that Christ came to establish the literal kingdom but this actually rules out the fulfillment during this time because this was the time during the dominion of Rome, which was the fourth kingdom, the legs of iron, 
And during this time, the empire was not yet divided. But even so, Jesus will come to establish his eternal kingdom, which will be then the final and ultimate fulfillment of the prophecy in the dream in Daniel chapter 2. So in conclusion, friends, to basically go over everything we covered, we touched the great image, the metals of which represented kingdoms, the head of gold, which represented Babylon, the chest and arms of silver, which represented the Medo-Persian kingdom, we touched the belly and thighs of bronze, which was the kingdom of Greece, the legs of iron, which was ancient Rome, and the divided kingdom of ancient Rome, which is represented by the feet of iron mixed with clay, and the great stone, which destroys the image to represent Christ's eternal kingdom. And you know, honestly, friends, I am actually really happy that I was able to share with you pretty much one of the fundamental prophecies that connects or branches off into many more because this is one of the prophecy that I believe that interconnects with others and later on you'll see why I say this now but I really hope that you've been understanding everything that is being covered so far that you've been learning because I know I have been learning a lot too right and I truly hope that I am coming off as clear as possible so that I do not cause any confusion among my listeners. And so having said that, next time I will be going just a quick overview right, of everything that we've covered so far because I know that some of you who have been listening even from the very first episode might have been a little bit foggy as to everything in which we've covered so next time we'll just go over everything so stay tuned